Thrive, flourish, unleash your buried treasure. This is the Exponentially Empowered Podcast with Joel Bine. Through conscious action and authentic self-connection, empower yourself to write your own script. Hey everyone, it's Joel. Acceptance, pausing, these are elements of a peaceful life that are typically overlooked in our modern fast culture. To truly pause and accept what is, what is right now. There's often so much resistance in our bodies to allowing ourselves to do that. Essentially because we've been taught from a young age to constantly be doing, progressing, producing, working. Idleness is the devil. Even if no one said that phrase to us explicitly, going through 15,000 hours of government school, we learn to work and grind. Taking time in to pause, to connect to oneself, to notice the physiological sensations, these are not encouraged in our culture. There are wonderful pockets of humans doing this work or allowing these moments of pausing, rather, in our culture. But the culture at large, at its core, is is driving us, is pushing us, is telling us we're not doing the right thing. So we internalize these inner critics saying you should be doing something else. You should be working harder. Pausing is lazy. Can't accept yourself or else you'll never grow. These beliefs are in autopilot. But of course, the antidote to all of that is to pause and notice it. There perhaps is another part of you that wants to stop the inner critic and says, we need to pause, we need to take time in, and wants to override the other part of you that wants you to drive forward. And actually, the answer is neither. The answer is to find your capital S self, to observe both parts, to observe all activity in the mind and the body, And perhaps we can find inner harmony from there. No forcing. Allowing. Pausing and acceptance. It's difficult. When you notice the resistance to that, you can notice the resistance to that. 
rather than seeking to override anything. So I'd like to read from a book by Tara Brock called Radical Acceptance. And she has a chapter called The Sacred Pause. In this chapter, she writes, Learning to pause is the first step in the practice of radical acceptance. A pause is a suspension of activity, a time of temporary disengagement when we are no longer moving toward any goal. Unlike the frantic pilots, we stop asking, what do I do next? The pause can occur in the midst of almost any activity and can last for an instant, for hours, or for seasons of our life. We may take a pause from our ongoing responsibilities by sitting down to meditate. We may pause in the midst of meditation to let go of thoughts and reawaken our attention to the breath. We may pause by stepping out of daily life to go on a retreat or to spend time in nature or to take a sabbatical. We may pause in a conversation, letting go of what we're about to say, in order to genuinely listen and be with the other person. We may pause when we feel suddenly moved or delighted or saddened, allowing the feelings to play through our heart. In a pause, we simply discontinue whatever we are doing. Thinking, talking, walking, writing, planning, worrying, eating. And become wholeheartedly present. Attentive and often physically still. You might try it now. Stop reading and sit there doing no thing. And simply notice what you are experiencing. Perhaps pressing pause on this podcast right now. Noticing what's alive in you, what's coming up. Observing what is. First, requires stillness to pause. And from the pause, we can find that radical acceptance. We can't accept what we don't see. We can't accept unless we observe first. We can't observe unless we create intention through the pause. There's so much busyness in our modern world, in particular with the digital world, with the speed of the World Wide Web, email checking and messaging, expectations to respond, and trying to get things done. And we disregard often the opportunity to be rather than do to cultivate wholeness in our moment-to-moment -moment existence. 
I mean, truly, if we lie on our deathbeds years from now, will we regret having taken time to pause and to be? No, rather, if we get caught up in the hustle and bustle, we may regret that. As Bronnie Ware articulated in her article and book, The Top Five Regrets of the Dying, one of the top regrets is, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. So, inviting yourself to take notice of what's happening is a powerful intention. And it will actually help you unlock, release on so much that could be actually stopping you from doing and producing what you really want. Because all this excess of the inner critics, of the, the tension in the body, in the mind, is actually blocking you. But when we, when we can pause and observe and be and release on the sensations in the body, release the thoughts, the beliefs, observe them, see them, let go of them, we'll be freed. The runway will be cleared. And we can connect to ourselves. I mean, the mere act of observing the body's sensations is so rare in our culture. I mean, do you see any billboards inviting you? Notice your body. Are there any billboards saying that? Imagine if the billboards we saw were filled with life-enriching messages of sleep nine hours, take time in, cultivate gratefulness, be sure to pause. You might see those on a tea bag, right? <laughs> I actually remember seeing a tea bag some years ago that simply said, pause. This is before I read this book, Radical Acceptance. It was a really profound moment, actually, <laughs> to see that tea bag and see that simple word. But we're inundated, right? With the inputs on billboards or the World Wide Web. And it's not the norm to receive these messages. What a wonderful world it would be if we saw billboards that said compassion and radical acceptance or unconditional self-love, but we're reminded of, no, go buy this thing. That will solve your problems. Not that there's anything wrong with purchasing in the marketplace. There's so much of an emphasis on 
going to the external rather than turning inward, engaging the mind and pausing to see what's alive in me. What am I feeling? What am I needing? So that connection to this, the sensations, the physiological experience, the somatic experience, right? That's where the body is holding tension. It's holding repressed emotions. It's holding stored traumas that haven't been processed. The body keeps a score. So allowing time to pause and then radically accept what is, is first step, first two steps to releasing on some of these sensations and to freeing yourself and to healing and to integrating. So I'd like to read one more passage from Radical Acceptance. This is in a later chapter called Recognizing Our Basic Goodness. When we see the secret beauty of anyone, including ourselves, we see past our judgment and fear into the core of who we truly are. Not an entrapped self, but the radiance of goodness. As our trust in our basic goodness deepens, we are able to express our love and creativity more fully in the world rather than second-guessing ourselves, rather than being paralyzed by self-doubt, we can honor and respond to the promptings that arise from that goodness. In a similar way, when we trust the goodness in others, we become a mirror to help them trust themselves. I love that last part, when we trust the goodness in others we become a mirror to help them trust themselves. And of course, to offer trust in others begins with offering trust for ourself. Rather than second guessing, trust our own basic goodness, trust that we are enough, more than enough, already perfect. And allowing that deepest core true self to radiate. For the love and the creativity, the aliveness to come through. To shed the layers of resistance, to shed the protector parts, to integrate them, to love them and allow them to move to the side. And radiate our true nature, which is basic goodness. We are born wonderful, beautiful, wonderful, beautiful creatures. As opposed to this religious concept of original sin, which can often be ingrained in us. And we cultivate this guilt, this guilt for simply existing. And it's so untrue. We have the right to exist. Our self-worth is intrinsic. And we are worthy of love and we are good at our core. When we see that, we can cultivate self-trust rather than 
Be paralyzed by self-doubt, as she says. And release all that is holding us back. So I hope that this week you can allow yourself, provide yourself permission to pause, to accept yourself, and observe your basic goodness. And allow yourself to be throughout your day and your week. And not get caught up so much in the doing, 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 doing. Which that doing is seeking needs as well. But the key here is a semblance of balance, integration of yin and yang, of the the doing and the being in in a simultaneous fashion, perhaps. How can you be while you do? While. To be present while you pursue future goals.